episode. What episode is it? Forty-three. Episode forty-three. You slumming. <laughs> I'm Forrest Tall. I'm here with Antoinette Allen. The beautiful, vivacious, effervescent yes. Antoinette Allen. Looking I'm so wonderful, so glowing. He trying to say that because I look terrible, guys. <laughs> so wonderful, so glowing on a November afternoon. What For are we sure. doing right here? What is this called? Real Church Matters. Why we call it Real Church Matters? Because we talk about real church matters. Because why? Because they matter. Because real church matters. <laughs> you can go and visit us on www.realchurchmatters.com. On there, you'll find a ton of corny content. No. Corny Christian content. No. You will find uh, each and every one of the 43 episodes. You'll find a link to one of my favorite blogs to read whenever this person does update it. It's called Go Do Likewise. Tell me more about it. (laughs) You can check out any of my old articles at likewiselife.com. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Go Do Likewise. And when she say old articles, most of them <laughs> could actually apply for AARP. <laughs> but we hope to get some brand new you articles. You better soon. let God use you right now. <laughs> you better let God use you. I need some. Don't try to flip Go this. do likewise in 2018. I'm, I'm cooking. She cooking, y'all. Amen. So. We also want to make sure that you are aware that we do sell t-shirts and things. And hats. And hats to have interesting uh, Real Church Matters sayings. Um, and there's a ton of other stuff that we're getting together for 2018. All of it is to support the cause and what we're trying to do. Um, speaking of that, if you would like to support us beyond just listening, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N forward slash real church matters right there you'll be able to uh donate at least a dollar and when you do so you'll get access to a little more matters um which is just kind of like a continuation on of the subject because we we try not to go past an hour on this uh particular platform so if you do so we appreciate it if you give ten dollars or more you get a free t-shirt as well as some other free things that will be coming down the pike very very soon and we continue to thank our current patrons um we really appreciate you guys we really appreciate those who are giving um and sharing and rating and commenting sending questions sending questions and disagreeing with me and fighting with Antoinette (laughs) (laughs) We, we appreciate all of it because it's all to the growth. Amen. That's all it's about. So episode 43, we're going to be talking about watching your step. I want you to watch your step today. We're not doing no question. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to do the question. But before we get to watching your step, the question I had this week was, what's one thing that you wished or prayed or was prayerful that young people hmm. would understand about life. You go first, so I can think as you answer. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I, I wish that young people, people who are younger than me, people who were once me, uh, I mean, that I once was, mm-hmm. you know, 
one thing I wish that they would understand about life is that they are a part of something bigger than their desires. Sure. You just live in a, your bubble when you're a kid, your teenager, in your 20s. You think the whole world revolves around your desires. And it's one thing that I learned. That, that's, that's a little nugget that's beyond Jesus talk. That's just a little life nugget. Um, but that nugget will take you to the cross. I think it will. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I learned um, in my process of growing and maturing in Christ is I first realized it's not about my desires because it's not about my desires. Right. Never was. Not even in the world. Well, it just wasn't. Nobody cares. Yeah, I think my answer is similar to yours. Like, I wish they understood that you don't have to experience everything to understand life, you know? Like, Super you don't. Bars. <laughs> like, because I always felt like, you know, I got to have a story. So I got to, I can make mistakes. I can do all this. But if I would have realized the younger I was, I could have made more of an impact at, our, at a young age. Yeah. Because they need, like, the world needs young people, like young Christians. So. Yeah. A lot of, I think a lot of times people just want to, um, they feel like those experiences, those crazy experiences, add a little flavor exactly. to life. Um, but um, yeah, that's definitely a good point. It wasn't too much like mine, so it was a good point. Yeah. It was more like a addition. Addition, like. yeah. So, episode 43, Watch Your Step. Now, what do we talk about when we say watch your step? Uh, we, were, we were watching something. What were we watching? And the lady was like, um, Alexis, how many... Alexa, she said, Alexa, how many steps did I take today? And Alexa was like, you took 3,4200 steps. Steps. Mm -hmm. And I made the joke. I said, it'd be funny if Alexa, she asked Alexa how many of her steps were ordered by God. (laughs) And Alexa would be like, you know, there were zero steps (laughs) ordered by God. So that... Caused us to get into a conversation. We went from laughing as always. We're weirdos, guys. I'm sorry. Literally went from laughing to encouraging each other with the word. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to kind of take that over and encourage you guys that we need to watch our step. Yeah. We need to watch our steps. We need to, as Proverbs 4 and 26 says, we need to ponder the path of our feet. Then all your ways will be sure. I think once we get to that point where we start to ask ourselves, we're watching our steps, but where are we really going? Mm -hmm. Where, when we watch our steps, what does it tell us about us? And when I started to think about that, and that scripture kind of resonated in my head, and it was like Psalms 37, 23 said, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, we all are in the situations where we get very caught up in making choices. We do. And one thing I told you, I was like, Christians get mad when you let them know they don't have a choice. They do. The Everybody want to have options. Everybody want to make feel like they could always yeah. do this. The first thing that. somebody want to tell you, Nat, is, well, I, I do have a choice. I, I chose to come to church. I chose this. I chose that. I know what you're saying, but this is what I mean. If you say that you follow Christ and you say you want to go to heaven, you don't have a choice as to how you get there. Mm-hmm. 
you don't have a choice. Or even to think of it as once you made that decision that you want to follow him and you want to believe that you eliminated other options. You eliminated You said this options. is the only way for me because this is what I believe. Yeah. The minute you said you wanted to serve God, you said, I want God to order my steps. Amen. A lot of y'all, when you're praying, you putting in orders. But you're not praying to get God's orders. You're not. A lot of you, you sitting around talking about the choices you need to make, but you don't realize if you let God order your steps, those decisions are out of your hands. It's an awesome place to be in. You know, people talk about, you know, well, I'm leaving this church, you know, Mm -hmm. or I'm getting this job, or I'm leaving my spouse, or I'm going to have a kid. All of these are steps in your life. Yes. But- you can make those steps freely, but ask yourself, was those steps ordered by God? Yeah. And then the cool thing about when he says being ordered, it's like it it, it says that in a way like it, it puts things in the proper timeline in your life. You know what I mean? Because those things can happen. It's just when you're allowing God to say when and how they ha- happen, yeah. that's the order that, that you're See, allowing him to have. You know what you made me think of? When we were kids— and you can look in the snow and see footprints. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting where when you know a person knows where they're going, there's just straight prints. Right. Like they're just headed somewhere. Mm-hmm. But then you can see a bunch of prints where it's just like all over the place. And this person had you nowhere know, particular no direction. To go. Right. They were just playing. Mm-hmm. Probably with some kids, could have been a person, but they seemed to just be no real clear direction. Hmm. That's how we are. Yeah. When our steps are in order, we all over the place. People always talk about that picture, this footprints in the sand. I wish you would take a picture and show me the footprints in my my footprints in the sand. <laughs> They'd be, be all, all over the place. But that goes with what we was even talking about earlier in the podcast with young people. Like when you feel like you got to experience everything and try everything, that's you all over the place. There's no order. There's no order. He said that the good man, mm-hmm. his steps are ordered by God. Amen. As a believer, I don't question things no more. I I left my job, you know, Snapple fact. I left my job in 2015. I left that under the direction of God. Scared and everything. Scared and everything. But I walked those steps because they were ordered. Amen. Everything I do is me walking in a direction I've never been before. Not knowing what's around the corner, but letting God order my steps. That's the Christian walk. I want to encourage y'all today. We can we gotta stop saying we Christians and that we follow Christ, but we don't let him order our steps. Who are you really following? I know you said you're a Christian and that means follower of Christ, but I want to know who you're really following. A lot of us follow our desires and then tack God on top of that. And yeah. Say he's ordering our steps. Yeah. That's what it really looked like. So when you think carefully about this and you say, my, my question is, where are we going? And where we say we're going is heaven. But you can't get there without Christ. Case in point, John chapter 14, verse 3 through 6 says, Jesus is saying, I go to prepare a place for you. He says, I will come again and take you to myself, that where I am 
you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. And Thomas or Peter stopped and said, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Mm. That's how y'all be. God will tell you to do something in your life. And he'd be like, you know what I'm talking about. And you're like, I don't. I don't know how to be a good husband. I don't know how to be a good wife. I don't know how to be a good student or a kid or a daughter or son. I don't know how to be these things. I don't know the way. Jesus said, yes, you do. You know the way. He said, I am the way mm-hmm. and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Mm-hmm. Jesus told us this. It's a a very quick, I said very queer. It's a very <laughs> clear, my God, it's a very clear distinction that he's letting us know. Yeah. He said, I want to show you where to go, but it's not a direction. It's a directive. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not a list that I'm just going to throw at you. Right. A lot of y'all wish that you could just open the Bible, get the directions, close it, and go back, and you'll never open that Bible again. Ever again. Nope. Yeah, no. If there was a chapter <laughs> in the Bible just how to get rich, you read it, take notes, understand it, memorize it, never crack that Bible open again. Mm-hmm. But what the Bible does is direct you to the way. Amen. Yep. But the way is Christ. <laughs> The way is Christ. Guess what? Even though Christ is now with his father, we don't get out of following him. The same way these men had to drop their nets, drop their lifestyle, drop their profession, and follow him physically Mm -hmm. wherever he went. He said, go here. They went. That doesn't change for us. Yeah, and this scripture makes me think of the podcast we did about the unknown because yeah. the, what we said in the podcast was it's known to God. It's just not known to us. Absolutely. So getting to that in that process, we, we got to follow yeah. his path. Everybody just want to know the way. Well, he said, okay, the way is hidden in me. Mm-hmm. So if you want to find the way, you need to seek me. Yep. A lot of you are lost. That's because you haven't found the Lord. You wouldn't be so lost if you found the Lord. He said, the way is hidden in me. Mm-hmm. I'm the way, the truth, the life. He said, no one comes to the Father but through me. Everybody say they want to go to heaven. Nobody want to take the way there. Yeah. Oh, there has to be another way. No, it's not. It's only one way. There's no shortcuts. There's no other way. And some people will say, well, why we got to talk about heaven? Because that's the... That's where you said you want to go. How do I know you, that's where you said you want to go? Because you follow Christ. You say you're a Christian. Where are we following Christ to? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. A lot of y'all think you're following Christ to success. To get what you want, basically, yeah. You, you're going to realize something. God is, God is not giving you his son so you can follow him on a pit stop. You follow him to the destination. The destination is heaven. That's where I want to be. Is that where you want to be? That's where most people say they want to be. But when he tells you what you have to do or how you have to walk or where you have to go or the choices you have to make, the steps you have to take Mm -hmm. is what we're saying. When he tells you the steps you have to take, guess what happens? I don't want to go that way. They start dropping like flowers. I don't want to go that way. I ain't asked for all of that. It makes Christians mad 
to know that they are in a position where they no longer get to choose their steps. Mm-hmm. You count your steps, but you don't get to choose your steps. He says in Psalms 25 and 12, who is the man that fears the Lord? Him will he instruct in the way that he should choose. You're making decisions. You're making choices. We talked about this. It's something we, we're not getting off of decisions yet. But it's okay. It must be where people are. Mm-hmm. It's something that we want to make decisions, but we don't want to make them according to the word of God. Yeah. That's what he's saying when he says, it's time for us to order our steps by God. That means that I'm letting God's word which is him, inform what I do. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you have people, you just doing stuff, but not one time do you actually pause and say, you know what? I, I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to do. I don't know if this is what God is ordering me to do. I'm learning to do that now, like to spend more time analyzing like decisions, like even daily things like going to the store and going to someone's house, all of that stuff, like analyzing. Is this God telling me to do this? Does this, you know. Ponder your steps. You have to. You want want Siri to tell you how many steps you took today? You need to ask yourself how many of those steps were ordered by God? Yeah. Whose house you go to today? Were you supposed to? Who you talk to today? Who you talk to? Who today? you even text today? Who yeah. you text today? What church you go to on Sunday? Was you supposed to? Yeah. Like a lot of times you'll hear people say, Well, I, I go to this church because of this reason or that reason. You know that as Christians, that's crazy. Because you don't get to shop for churches like you shop for a house. Yes. It's it's not right. <laughs> You don't even get to shop for a house like a person would shop for a house. Everything you do it has no footing on amenities. No. Well, I go to this church because they got like a good youth program. That's the language, huh? though. That's what you hear people talk about. So you go to a church for a good youth program. You go to a church. I go to this church because the pastor preach a good word. That's not even a reason. Nope. The ch- reason you should be anywhere is because your steps were ordered there. Mm-hmm. I'm not having no conversations. I'm not entertaining nobody who want to tell me what they doing, why they doing it, and none of it is talking about God ordering their steps. Or even like I like how we put like being God inspired in the things we do. Like him, yeah. you know, that's another way to put it. But that feeling, you know, when it feels like God told you to do it and you're doing it because of that, like it's a different. On multiple levels. Let me, let me break this down because it's a better time than any. When we talk about God inspiring us, it's not always through an audible voice. No. Sometimes it's just a matter of the understanding that I've come to by knowing the word. Mm-hmm. I've, we come to understandings. Yes. And these understandings inform my actions. So when I first heard the scripture, they told me that Not only will the man who committed adultery be punished, but the man who even thinks about it. Mm -hmm. The minute I heard that, I could have just said, man, that's crazy. But that began to deal with my heart and gave me an understanding. So then when I used to let my mind go places, 
Now my mind just wouldn't go there freely. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you sh- you probably shouldn't be thinking like that. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be thinking about that that person in that way. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden I give pause. Why is it that I'm now giving pause? I'm not doing it because I want to. Mm-hmm. I've come under an understanding. Yeah. The re- way I use this is I, always, I I said this before, but I'll say it again for people who don't necessarily listen all the time. Who we're at the twenty minute mark, so fifteen minute people. Nice to know you. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. <coughs> all that. <laughs> Eat some more turkey. Get Eat that some leftover turkey. Right. But the idea of revelation. Mm-hmm. Use the example. My sister's laying on the floor in her room. I'm debating whether I should tell her there's a mouse because then she won't lay on the floor. Mm-hmm. She's comfortable. She's just watching Netflix. The minute I tell her, she's up off the floor. She gets back on the bed. She's not going to let anything touch the floor. Now, all of a sudden, because of what she knows, Changed her actions. It changes her actions and the way she'll engage mm-hmm. until I come to her and say, I caught the mouse. Right. It's an understanding mm-hmm. that informs us. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people are like, well, I didn't hear God say this, that, and the other. You should be informed in your actions through your understanding of the word. Amen. How can you understand these things? Or you say you do. And then you don't let them play out. In your actions. Yeah. That's what it means to order. He orders my steps. His word orders my steps. Yes. Sometimes it is an audible voice I hear. Mm-hmm. But even then, that voice sounds like me. Mm-hmm. I just know it's not me because I know who I am. I'm very aware of who I am. I can't take credit for things I know I never would think of. Some people look at this and they say, well, this is just a maturation process. Like we all mature. And we all get common sense. And something's just downright stupid now. That's what you think. Right. Until you look at the club and you see there's a 40-year-old that's still there. Don't don't take light that you don't want to go there no more. Right. Don't think light of it. Like, well, I mean, this was natural. This is how it goes. You grow up. No, no you don't. a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. You have to understand that you should be not contemplating choices, you should be walking in the comfort of ordered steps. Everybody's so caught up in choices. Yeah. What I'm going to do. Especially with the new year right around the corner, you know, everybody ready for a change. I'm ready for a new this, new that. Enough resolutions. You need to be resolute in your obedience to God. Your resolutions is just a matter of more choices, <laughs> more steps. Just with no in, no no pattern, no system, no order. It's hard for you to have order in your life when you don't let your steps be ordered. Amen. That's the reality. How do we let our steps be ordered? Psalms 119.133 says, Order my steps in thy word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Wow. It says... <clears throat> It's easy for us to just get into a place where we just are moving. Right. Especially when you think of iniquity, like, you know, how it's explained with the pride of life and the um, lust of the eye and lust of the flesh. Like, when you're under that 
way of thinking, that's what you're allowing to yeah. order your steps. It's like, like sleepwalking. Yeah. You're just walking. Aimlessly. Not because you have a place to go, but because one day you realize you can what? Walk. Mm-hmm. That's how kids are. They'll crawl until somebody show them they can walk. Man, they walking. And guess what they doing when a kid, a lot of people will will say that to you. They'll be like, look how, look how nice your kid is. I want to see how nice your kid is once they walk. Mm-hmm. You know, once a kid walk, all of a sudden you hear people screaming, like, where you going? Sit still. Or even teenagers when they get a car. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole nother teenager. She yeah. was all cute before. You, you guys don't understand. Just because you have legs don't mean you get to say where they go. go. Just because you have a car don't mean you get to say where you go. And it's even harder for adults because once you become an adult and you get all that freedom that you always wanted and you it's time to make decisions, you'd be like, oh, I got it from here. Now you're <laughs> running in circles Yeah. instead of understanding. And, and I'm, I'm we talking to Christians here. Guys, y'all are Christians. Mm-hmm. So when 1 Peter 2 and 21 says, For even hereunto you were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, Mm -hmm. leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. When you hear that, you understand it's not cliche, it's not corny. When you hear, what would Jesus do? That needs to be the operating system in which we engage with life. Yeah. Or even reminding yourself what you're going through is what God, what Jesus had to go through. Like the way you put it when we were talking was like this Christian, Christianity is is, is about 50% suffering and 50% glory because it's half and half. Like you're going to have to suffer just like Jesus did. And you can't that have was the way without yeah, the other. You can't. You get the comfort of suffering knowing it's attached to glory. Amen. And you get the knowledge of glory knowing it's attached to suffering. Yes. He, he, I mean, he said, he said the, the, the fellowship of his, suffering. of his sufferings. Mm-hmm. It's glory and suffering. But how do you know how you're supposed to experience the glory and the suffering of life? You don't. Mm-mm. If you let yourself order your steps— your steps would clearly avoid suffering at every given step. <laughs> we would see suffering and we would just keep seeing your footsteps walking around it. <laughs> yeah. But when you let Christ order your steps, you walking through suffering. Sure. But you also get to walk in glory. Yeah. It's a package deal. Mm-hmm. And the blessing of knowing that the glory is there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a blessing in itself to know everything you're going through is for your good. So people think it's creepy that you remind yourself during hard times that hard times ain't forever. One day I'm gonna be in heaven. You know, I'm noticing now too. There's a certain section of Christians who are interested in God but don't like the spookiness of where God is. Like, they love to talk about God. They love church. All the tangible things about God. The minute you say something about heaven or dying Mm -hmm. or sacrifice or blood, (laughs) it's too spooky for you. I'm laughing because that's kind of me, but, you know, I'm I'm working through it. but. But what is the realization? We've created a totem 
for religion. Yeah. Enough of it that is tangible where we don't feel so creepy dealing with it. But the minute you hear somebody tell you that you can love God, but you also got to live according to God. Now we getting into spooky stuff because they like, well, I don't really hear God. Right. And then you say, we doing all this for heaven. And you're like, eh, you doing all that for heaven. I'm doing all that so I don't have hell on earth. There's a difference. It is. I got to deal with Christians where you at. That's why it's called Real Church Matters. Mm-hmm. Some of you are not really Christian. Some of you are spiritual. Some of you are not really religious. You're just spiritual. Mm-hmm. You fancy the idea of some of this stuff because it's like Aesop fairy tales. It has a good moral to it. Mm-hmm. It's good tenets to live by. I mean, for me, it's more just like I, I rest in the fact that certain things are beyond my understanding, like because it's a scripture about that too, but it doesn't prevent me from believing it. You, you know what I mean? You have to engage it with faith. Mm-hmm. You can't just pass it off and say, It's creepy. Oh. Creepy, <laughs> bigger than what I understand. Yeah. No, because that's not you allowing that to inform your life. Do you know what I'm saying? When mm-hmm. I I have to always be reminded. He tells us. He says, "You guys are not from around here. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're strangers. You're aliens. You're ambassadors to another land." Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun to read about the promises of Abraham, and then it's creepy to read about Hebrews 11, where it says Abraham died never seeing the promise. The promise. Mm-hmm. We don't like that stuff. We don't like that. We love singing order my steps, but tell me to order my steps. Tell me to let God order my steps. Now I got a problem. I don't think Jesus want to tell me who I should marry. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I don't think Jesus care what car I get. You'd, You'd be, be surprised. surprised. Yeah. I don't think Jesus care who I talk to. I don't think Jesus care who I'm texting. You'd be surprised. And it's crazy we think like that when all the Bible, all the interactions that Jesus had was about those things. Like, he used those things as a greater purpose. Like, but that's a whole nother thing. Because all of those things are steps. They are. And like I said, every step is taking you somewhere. Mm-hmm. And God cares about where it's taking you. Amen. While you think, why would God care about a step? Well, one step. Because one step is one step closer somewhere. And one step leads to another step. And the more steps you take, the easier it is. Mm-hmm. It's not as hard to walk as it used to be when you was a kid. Now you walk and you don't even think about it. It's people that do whole marathons. Yeah. It's people that go all over the place. It's easy for us to go places now. Walking is simple. Until you ask yourself, where are you going? Yeah. Yeah, your steps become defined by obedience and disobedience. The scripture says their feet were swift towards evil. Mm -hmm. They learn to walk, and then they learn to order their steps according to their desires. He said these people walked in the way of Cain. They walked in the way of Cain. What Mm -hmm. was wrong with Cain? Oh, well, Cain was after his own gain. He was. So what what happened? His steps... While it wasn't that his first step was to kill his brother. It was in that he direction. He didn't know where his steps were taking him. Yeah. 
And that's the scary thing, too, about when we try to do, make our own decisions, that we don't know where we could take ourselves. Pre-chain like, tonight. Because we got some, you we know, he know says our hearts are evil, continually wicked. So it's like knowing that and letting that drive us is scary. People people say, oh, you you thinking too much about this. No. I see so much depravity in the world. I've seen so much out of my own life. This started out with just a step. Just a I never thought was going in that direction. It's true. You, yeah, you wake up depre- fully depressed. Yeah. Like out of nowhere. And you, you think it's out of nowhere, but you allow certain thoughts to mature in your you mind. You made steps. Yeah. You made steps. You, people, it, it's crazy when I hear people arguing about alcohol. Because you don't understand. <laughs> See, see, alcoholics know. They call it the 12-step program. <laughs> they know. Yeah. They say, Yo, I, I at least need to do these 12 steps to get myself out, out of, mm-hmm. of this mess. Because they understood that the steps they were making brought them into a place that they could no longer walk out of. Wow. Isn't it amazing? You will walk in something that you can't even walk out of. It's true. Sin is like quicksand. <laughs> You can get in it, but you have no clue as to get out of it. Mm. Somebody will see you in quicksand like, how did this happen? I don't even know. Well, you walked in it. Walk on out of it. (laughs) Not that simple. Now, every time I try to walk out, I go deeper in it. Mm, 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 mm. We we warming (laughs) up on this November. (laughs) This, This chilly November. That's how it is. It is. Or even women or men, like you you constantly find yourself in that person's bed over and over again. And you're yeah. just like, why why am I here again? Why or, am I here? What brought me to this? It's the dangerous point? place that we allow our feet to take us. There's a woman just now in Maryland. <clears throat> she killed her two year old and killed herself. Mm-hmm. That's where it ended. I want to know where it started. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I want to know how many people. Let's just let's just play with this for a second. Not even play with this. Let's talk about this. How many people did she talk to from the time she began to feel away mm-hmm. to the time where she acted away? Probably hundreds. How many times did she call? Who was her girlfriend? Mm-hmm. We got to start asking this stuff yes. now. Who were, the, who, were, who were the top five people in her call log? That when that man shot to? up, you know, the church. Yeah. Or when when the, the dude shot from the hotel. We need to ask, who, who, they, who was they talking to? Yeah. Who were they talking to? What were the steps of their day? Yeah. Because we can tell, I promise you, their steps were heading in a direction. Mm-hmm. They were heading in a direction. Some of you are making steps right now, and you so you you're so caught up in the steps, you don't even take a moment to ponder the steps to see where you're going. I'm gonna say that again, cause that I mean for me that's the gist of this. <laughs> Some of you are so caught up in the steps, fighting about the steps, quibbling about the steps, desiring the steps, you don't even t- stop for a moment to ponder the steps to see where you're headed. Where are you going? It even makes me think of auto, being an autopilot where you just waking up doing the same thing, going the same place, talking the same, like in a cycle almost. Yeah. And it's still the same thing because you could still find yourself in a, a weird place because you're not, 
like you said, pondering what you're doing and making sure your steps are being ordered pondering by God. the steps. Making sure your steps are ordered by God because he is the way. Yeah. He said he's the way. So if you want to get there, he's the way. I'm going to tell you this. It, start, it ends with heaven. But there's so much between now and then. And he wants to order every one of those steps because he doesn't want to just lead you to heaven. He want to lead you to heaven on earth. Amen. He does. You want to know how to make money? Somebody in there. Somebody in here want to know how to make money. Somebody in here want to know how to have peace, love, joy. Somebody in here want to have a, a good marriage. You want to know how? Let me tell you how. Jesus is the way. Imagine the place you want your marriage to be. Now imagine that Jesus is the way. Now wait a minute. He's the way. Well, what does that mean? Well, Matthew chapter 7 helps us a little more. He said, enter by the narrow gate. Jesus said, I'm not just the way. I'm the entrance. Hmm. He said, you can't even get to it without going through me. Yep. He said, but I'm a narrow gate. He said, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. This, this is not, it's a free for all. It's a highway. It's, 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 it's a super highway. <laughs> Everybody can get on it. No tolls. No price to pay. Mm-hmm. You don't even know you're killing yourself. Wow. Everybody can go. Come on, come. It's all good. He said, that way is easy. He said, but the gate, his gate, his way is narrow. And the way is hard that leads to life. Let's just sit back and unpack this for a second. Mm -hmm. Somebody wants a good marriage. But where good marriage is, the way to that is hard. It is. Somebody wants a good job. But they don't understand to the way to that good job is hard. Yeah, because even when you think of like um, coming to the end of your understanding and de- coming depend depending on God, like you have to come to the end of that want and that desire to even begin that journey. So it's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. He's saying he's like, I promise you, it's there. But how you get there is through me. And I'm not easy to get through. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't just take anything. Some of y'all think that you're just going to walk in and receive a good marriage. Still be in the same way. Yeah. It don't work like don't that. Don't work like that. Mm-mm. See, in order for you to fit in the narrow way, you got to get rid of some baggage. You got to shut it off. Yeah. You got to shut it off. It's It's like... Trying to get on a plane with a carry-on that's too heavy. they like, you bought a ticket for you and a carry-on that meets our requirements. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you can't get on this plane. I'm saying that baggage can't. Mm. That's that iniquity that he's talking about. Yeah, That's what he said to me. I'm sitting there. I'm writing these journals. I'm I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, my life is at a standstill. He said, your life wouldn't be at a standstill if you stop holding on to what is not letting you in the way. Mm-hmm. 
something is in the way of you being in the way. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got a gate right here with your blessing on the other side. Your career is on the other side. Your purpose is on the other side. Mm-hmm. But in order for you to get there for us, you got to lose some weight. <laughs> there's no there's no elastic. There's no give. No. You either fit it or you don't. <laughs> and it's scary, it's scary because the thing you're dropping off is you, essentially. Yeah. You're just dropping you off and <laughs> starting to It's like be, it, if you've ever been overweight and you try to get on a plane, those chairs are unforgiving. So much so that if you sitting beside somebody that's a stranger, you, they gonna probably make you buy two seats. Yeah, because they don't. They like, sorry, we're not gonna have somebody else be inconvenienced because of your lack of discipline. discipline. Mm-hmm. God is not gonna do this. You think that you get to walk into a good marriage with no discipline? Jesus. So the other person has to endure your lack of discipline. Mm. You sitting there praying for your spouse saying they need to come to Jesus. Make sure that you good so that you sit in the narrow way and you not all up in their space yeah. so that they can be in the narrow way. Amen. I hope this stuff makes sense. I hope it makes sense to somebody. Because what Christ is trying to do for us is show us how to walk in the way is to Remove ourselves and leave nothing but essential. What's essential? Faith. That's it. <laughs> That's it. He, man, you just you hit it on the head. That's it. He ain't asked me to come with my understanding. Nope. He ain't asked me to come with my ideologies, my opinions. Your filthy heart. My filthy <laughs> heart. My advice. Jesus don't need my advice. He don't need me to counsel him or anything. All he said, I need you to come with faith. That's why he said, hey, hey, he looked at the adults. He said, y'all, hey, hey, y'all see this little kid? He said, if y'all don't get like this little kid, y'all never going to end it in heaven. Mm -hmm. What was he saying? This kid is small enough to fit fit the narrow way. Mm. Some of y'all can't get... Into the place God want to take you because your head too big. Yep. That even make me think when people be like, Christians gullible, they believe anything and all that type of stuff. You can look at it that way, but to God, I look like a willing vessel. That's what it looked like to him. We have to be childlike. Yeah. We got to leave all that other baggage. Everything that people say about religion and otherwise is so steeped. It's like a tea bag. Mm-hmm. It's so steeped in all of their hurt. Mm-hmm. All of their experiences, every, all of the things people ever told them, mm-hmm. all the things they ever saw, they never get to taste the true, the true power of God because they come with a tea bag already steeped. Wow. Y'all coming to Jesus like, I can't use that. I need a fresh one. Yeah. I need something that's empty mm-hmm. so I can feel. You are steep. You soaking wow. with hurts, with pains. That's what people saying when they say, well, this is the white man religion. You just sopped up so much stuff. So much stuff. Not even realizing that even for you to believe that, someone had to, you know, inject that in you. That's not your original You're still thought. full like, of something. <laughs> yeah. Instead of full of God, you just full of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just full of it. 
You need to be full of God. Let him fill you. He can't fill you if you already filled in your own mess. And if you are, he says, this narrow gate, you ain't getting in there. He said, it's hard. And those who find it are few. That's why there's so there's more divorces than there have ever been. There's more divorces than married people. Look, let me rewind that. Let me rewind that. Because I, I, I want to speak in realities. Mm-hmm. Well, statistically, I don't even know if that's true. But look in the church. Yeah. Let's narrow there are that. More, there are more married women in the church without their husband than there are married couples in church. There are more single mothers in the church than there are married couples in the church. I believe Even that. when there is a couple in the church, you'll upon further inspection and talking with them, you'll realize... One is really trying to pursue God and order her steps or his steps, and the other is just going along because she don't, she or he don't want no problems. Yeah, or even singles. Like it's more singles desiring to be with somebody more than there are people that are, you know, just seeking God in their singleness and that be- being it. Because when we talk about following the narrow way, mm-hmm. where the single is focused. On letting God order their steps, mm-hmm. where the single is not making a vision board, but they're setting their vision on God, mm-hmm. where the single is committing themselves to just walk this out the way God intended. Even when we have the conversation of what to do when it's time to date, I want to know when is it time? I'm, I'm asking the right questions. Y'all asking no questions. Mm-hmm. You read a book, say, how to, how to find your man of God. How to, how to date the God's way. Mm-hmm. How to date God's way is a short book. <laughs> Order your steps. Let like your steps God, be, be ordered, ordered by, by God. God. Mm-hmm. You might, God might order your steps and take you to a place tomorrow. And he might order your steps and take you to that place 20 years from now, but I'd rather be there and have my steps ordered than to stumble on some mess. Sure. That's just me. You think of it that way, you might never find nobody. This is said by people who got somebody and nobody at, at the, the same, same time. <laughs> yeah. At the same time. They say this to me. And then you'd be like, yeah, you know, you might be right. So, um, you know, I'll see your husband on Sunday. Oh, he don't come to church. He don't come to church? Why he don't come to church? But that makes me think of those fleeting desires that the Bible talks about. Because you got someone based on just wanting someone, not realizing that desire will fleet. Like, that particular desire that you had at that moment, it, it's fleeting. Like, Ain't nobody honest. Nobody honest. You know why? I've been there, done that. Let me tell you why they're not honest. Because nobody want to say, even though we can clearly see that your steps ain't ordered by God. Mm-hmm. Nobody want to say it. I'll be the first to tell you. I made so many mistakes. I'll tell you if I made one right now. There's no room in heaven for big heads. I'm humble enough to say, at times I have to check myself, ponder my steps. Yeah. And make sure I'm walking in a way that is ordered and not by me. Walking in a way that's directed and not by me. 
Because if I'm directing myself, if I'm setting myself in a way, I'm already headed into a place I don't want to be. Yeah, And it's exciting, too, especially when you get to a point where when you start analyzing and you look back at the person you used to be and how he's ordered it so far with the little bit you allowed him to. Like, it's exciting because you... You don't even know what he has around the corner. Like Nobody's in the business of realizing what we talking about has nothing to do with you doing what I want you to do. Because people say that too. Like, hey, you know, you just, y'all Christians, y'all just want to see everybody do things. I don't know where your steps are going to be ordered. No, we don't know what that looks like. I don't know you. what that looks like, but I know they need to be ordered. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what success looks like for you. But I know if you let God order your steps, you'll be successful. May not be the success everybody else sees or appreciates or confirms or gives you affirmation. But guess what? The man who lets God order his steps is a man of good success. That's right. Rarely do you have conversations with people where you'd be like, so how do you feel about the job you at and the place you at? And they say, you know, God has ordered it and I feel you know, complete I don't care what that. I feel about it. Or, you know yeah, what I mean? Well, not even feel, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I, I know that God has me here for a reason. You rarely hear that language. Rarely hear it. But if they did, it's encouraging it would change when, it. When, um, and, and that's why I'm, I'm always blessed to have the mother I have to watch her trajectory, even in her careers. All, she never said once, she never was like, I got to make a decision. She always was like, God directed me here and pray for me because I'm scared Amen. or I'm worried yeah. or, or I, you know, I'm, 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 I just want to walk in faith and not in fear. But the answer was always there. Always. It's always weird with people because they'll make you feel like you're supposed to have an answer. Mm-hmm. My steps are ordered by God. I can't even listen to people's advice no more. Honestly, when people be giving advice, man, it take everything... Everything in God's patience and love. Because you know they mean well, but at the same time, they don't know well. So. They, they, they mean well, but they don't mean well for themselves or me. <laughs> yeah. They don't mean well for their faith or minds. Mm-hmm. You just don't. We're just subject matter experts in chaos. That's it. That's, we can only advise you, you on tried, how to get to chaos. Have you tried this? You'll go do it and come back to them and be like, that didn't work. Well, try this. I, clearly, you don't know what you're doing. You don't. And who says I get all of these shots? <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, sometimes marriage don't work. Just don't be too afraid to go back out there. Don't be too afraid of love. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's what we was chasing? Or even dating. Don't be afraid to, you know, da- you never know what could happen. You and- get caught up thinking about <laughs> whether you da- you on a date with a serial killer. You'll never find nobody. <laughs> <laughs> This is the stuff people say. Nobody is encouraging people to just let God order your steps. Yeah. Somebody said it to me. They was talking to say, hey, right now, people keep telling me I need to be dating, but I feel real good right now just pursuing my passion. Pursuing, Sweetie, then you need, to, you need to do that. Because if you feel like that's where your, your life is being guided to, you feel that's where God is ordering your steps. Don't listen to people. Yeah. They don't know people nothing. People how you're out here looking crazy. You know you already in your 30s. 
the uh, what they say the uh, the birth uh, clock. The black oh, and the birds sweeter than you. No, the clock that they <laughs> oh your biological your clock bi- is ticking. All that your biological clock is ticking. Your bi- that what biology is, gonna be right there. What is that? And that clock gonna be right there. What is that? <laughs> My clock is ticking anyway. I want to go. Listen, I want to go somewhere. Where I'm still alive when my clock is done ticking. Mm. When my biological clock is done ticking, but my <laughs> spirological clock is still going. I knew you was say <laughs> <laughs> my spiritual clock is still going. Because why? Because there's a life after this life. It is. That's your problem now. You're going by clocks. We, we let clocks order our steps. Jesus. <laughs> We let clocks, calendars. We, we let calendars, calendars order our steps. We let our friends, what they're doing in their lives, celebrities, like we all these things. We let them order our steps. And don't even realize the good man, the good man. Mm-hmm. Steps are ordered by God. His steps are directed by God. One translation says his steps are established by God. Some of y'all ain't y'all do a lot of stepping, but ain't none of those steps established. Wow. What does that mean when you say established? He's saying your foot don't slip. And that makes me think of what you were talking about earlier with quicksand, like stepping in quicksand. Yeah. That's what that, when it's not established, it's basically just yeah. another step in quicksand. Everything that people do in life is like walking on ice. You know how the, the pond freeze over and everybody like, come on out here, it's frozen. And you're like, I don't know, I see enough movies. That ice a crack, falter. Trust me, look, all of us are out here. You don't have no, you, you're not sure. But some people don't care if they're not sure. Because everybody else is doing it. Because everybody else doing it. Yeah. Until it all give way underneath them. Yeah. Man, I want to walk where it's sure. Amen. Let me show you how powerful God is. When he order your steps, even when it don't look sure, for some reason it's sure. <laughs> he said, come on out on this water and walk. Mm. I don't know. People don't usually walk on water. Yeah, they usually don't. They're lost. Mm -hmm. Get up on this water. (laughs) Man, people my age don't usually go into business like this. Usually, if it ain't happened already, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, I know. Sucks for them. Get up on this thing. Yeah, and that's the perfect analogy because in the Bible, when was it Peter that he tried to go out into the water? And he he couldn't do it because he no, got, he he got, I mean he did, but he got afraid. He got afraid and turned back. He started thinking about a reality that he was supposed to be far beyond. Yeah, that's what happens to us when he just listened to orders. Initially, he did. When he, yeah, when he just listened to orders, your feet are sure. Yeah, and he followed the way, which was Jesus. He went the way. Just followed him. Mm-hmm. He was walking to him. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. You keep your eyes on him. Yep. You listen to him. Yep. The reality of it don't matter. Even he asks permission. Some of you, we talk about ordered steps. That doesn't t- remove the fact that you can ask. Mm. It's just when he give you the answer, walk in it. Amen. Some of you right now, yeah, you, you lonely. I understand. It's cold. <laughs> Some of you lonely. And you probably sitting right now and you saying, I just want somebody to love me. Well, ask God. But when he give you the answer, step on out there and walk. Yes. If he say not right now, you better be sure in it and, you know. You know what he talking. 
You know the answer he given. Some of you, you, you would love a million dollars. A million dollars would solve a lot of your problems. Hey, go ahead and ask God. I ain't opposed to it. I tell you, asking him is the greatest act of faith because at least you asking instead of being like most of these rebellious children of disobedience and just taking without asking. You're acknowledging them. Yeah. You acknowledge them. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. But when he give you an answer, you better act with knowledge. Yep. You can't have the money, so the money that you have, I got to have discipline. Yeah. I got to seek him and how I use it. Godliness with contentment is great game. Mm. That's where we at with it. Letting God order our steps because when he orders my steps, then my life is in order. That chaos we was talking about before, those are people who don't let God put order in their life. They don't let God put order in their life because they don't let them order their steps. It's funny because there's a lot of people who try to use rules of church to create order in their life. Nah, it don't work like that. Nope. Some of you, you you're celibate. <laughs> you ain't touched nothing in, a, in God knows when, and you still got chaos in your life. Why? Because mm-hmm. rules don't create order. God does. Mm. God does. Mm. So all y'all doing is making yourselves mad. You're going to start getting resentful. You'll be like, the last 20 years of my life, (laughs) I gave it it all up and look at what it got me. It didn't get me nothing. Because that's not going to get you anything. That don't get you nowhere. Playing martyr don't get you nowhere. Walk in the course God ordered for you does. That's right. He called a harlot. He called a prostitute righteous. Yeah. Say Rahab the harlot was seen as righteous, not because she always obeyed, but because when she was told to obey, she, she did. did. Yeah. And that's perfect example. We don't know what it looks like. We don't know what for your life what obedience looks like. I don't we can't know. Try to- I don't know. All I can ask you is, do you feel like your steps are ordered by God? Ponder your steps. Ponder it. Your Fitbit watch said you walked 7,000 steps today. How many of those were ordered by God? Mm-hmm. You know, some people at the end of the day, they had their Fitbit watch on while they was cheating on their wife. Jesus. Somebody had their Fitbit watch on when they went to go get some crack. How can they afford? No, no, let me tell you what I mean. It says that God even knows the number of hairs on our head. Mm. You think he ain't counting your steps? He counting the steps because he wanted to order each and every one of them. (laughs) Mm. He counting the steps because he wanted to order each and every one of them. And guess who wouldn't let him? You? So I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that you allowed yourself to know how many steps you took today. But now allow yourself to wonder how many of those steps were ordered by God. Yeah. And the cool thing, our iPhones, they also calculate how many floors we've climbed. But that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It calculates how many yeah. floors you've climbed in a day. Yeah, my mom, my mom was saying, uh, she said the average person sleeps 24 years. Yeah. You know, even that, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's some real stuff. Like, we're we so much a slave to time, and yet we don't realize how much of time slips away from us. 
24 years of my life, sleep. I'm just trying to make sure the other rest of my time on this earth is not sleep. Ordering our steps, letting God order them. That's episode 43. I had fun. You had fun? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Y'all be good out here. We out. <laughs>